it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Welcome once again to the only show that doesn't care about ratings, because our sole purpose is to save souls. On purpose. Go to witnesstalkradio.org to download more episodes, and be sure to like us on Facebook. Today, we're talking about police interaction. Why? Because I dealt with them while preaching at an abortion clinic last week. That's why. You know, there are many YouTube videos of people preaching and supposedly getting shut down by police, or even thrown in jail, simply for preaching the gospel message. But, upon further investigation, you'll see that it's usually the preacher's attitude, not the gospel, that gets them a free ride in the back of a police car. Well, we'll be responsible for that. Yeah, we're, we're not going to do anything in return. We're, no. We're not going to... We just want to get the message out. But there are some people that don't wish to listen to them. So they can walk away, yeah, sir. That's a yeah, free, they free have country. to walk away. They pay to go to school. Here. Great, and this is public. Pro- this is public property. Taxpayer we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna we're preach all, the gospel. We're all on the same page yes, with not. that. But freedom of speech is. is you speech. guys don't want it in the paper that you're violating our freedom of speech. Uh, None no, of us have a problem with going. Don't scare me with the paper because it doesn't work. Well, don't scare us with false arrests because that doesn't work either. No, the false arrests won't happen either. All right. Because it'll be a legitimate one. Yeah, and we'll bail ourselves out and we'll be in front of you in front of your police station protesting. All right. All right. Well, don't bother us, please. Go do something else. There's many other things to do. We're not bothering anybody. This is public property. You have every right to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right. It's a free nation. They can walk away, sir. They can walk away. But I have free speech. Yes, you do. And our founding fathers gave us that free speech. So how dare you try to violate that free speech? No, we're not, sir. We're not. We just said we would lower our voice. Well, you will. You will. Yes, you will. The chief's on his way over here. That's great. I'll let the chief talk with you. That's right. Everything else. Thank you, Miss. Thank you, sir. Don't sit there and preach or scare me with your lawyers, scare me with the papers. All right. But don't scare us with the false arrest either. I am. Yeah. We're getting too many complaints. So what? Let them complain. We're not doing anything unruly. We're not being profane. We're not inciting anything. And we just said that we would lower our voices. No problem. We're not even using amplification. I didn't say that. Did so I? we have every right to be what? here. You're upsetting the people. So it doesn't matter. They can walk away. Matter, no, it doesn't matter. Under the Constitution, they can get out and say whatever they'd like to say. Much of the audio clips for today's show have been grabbed from YouTube and are being used under the Fair Use Act. You're listening to Witness Radio. So, my friend Eric and I were outside of a Planned Parenthood last week preaching the gospel when all of a sudden a police cruiser rolls up and an officer approaches us. Step one in dealing with police is to stop preaching once they approach you and to give them your undivided attention. The officer told us that a complaint was made against us and that we needed to stop using our PA system. Notice that he did not say we had to stop preaching the gospel. Now step two, this one at least looking at the YouTube videos uh, appears to be the hardest step, but step two is to be nice. 
very nice. Police officers are just doing their job. I calmly and nicely asked the officer if what we were doing was breaking the law. He thought we were, but after cordially, which means nicely, talking with him for a bit, we, we asked if there was a decibel level ordinance. Which brings me to step three. Know the law, but don't flaunt it. After all, even if the cops are wrong, they can still take you to jail and have the court sort everything out. Hello. I just happened to be done with the message. I didn't, I didn't stop because you pulled up. Well, and as soon as he heard a car, I saw him scoot out of the way, so that was a good task. So, sure, sure. So who wants their name put on my official report? Chuck O'Neill. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Even Grace Bible Church. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That's way too fast for me. <laughs> it's, uh, it's written down here. Oh, now you're going to make me get my reader glasses. <laughs> How you doing, sir? Good, how are you? We appreciate oh, you, folks. Okay. How do you spell your last name again? O'Neill. O-apostrophe-N-E-A-L. And is this the first time you've been at this location? It is, yes, ma'am. Okay. Like I said, you know, what I what I saw when I rolled up, uh -huh. you know, there was somebody in the, the driveway, but as soon as they heard a car, you know, they got out of the way. Okay. That's what we want to make sure right. that we're not impeding anyone from Absolutely. accessing the services. Absolutely. Certainly free speech is, yes. is a wonderful thing. However, keep in mind, if you're close enough to make somebody frightened, right. you know, like if right. you're close Yelling to in their face, right. yeah, no. in their bubble, right. then they might have a you yes. know, good reason to want us to arrest you for harassment sure. or, or menacing and that kind of thing. Um, I understand that the, there's a supervisor on the way, too, so we'll talk with them okay. at the clinic. Great. But, uh, you have some questions for us while we're here? Uh, yeah, just out of curiosity, yeah. are, are there other folks that come and minister here there often? Are, absolutely, or? on a regular basis. Okay. And, and they kind of, you know, the rules are kind of, you know, the public sidewalk. Sure. Don't allow, right. you know, don't block anyone from going in. Right. Don't let anyone feel frightened for their safety. Absolutely. Um, certainly what I'm seeing right here is in line with the other folks that are normally here. And... Uh, Chuck, is that anything to add? I think you pretty much summed it up. Thank well, you. Uh, Ma'am, what's your name? Tracy. Tracy, Chuck. Nice to meet you. Great to meet you. Appreciate what you do, um, protecting the rights of folks and Good. upholding the Constitution. We, we very much appreciate it. If I wasn't a pastor, I'd likely be a police officer. So. <laughs> we're, uh, we're on kind of the proactive side of ministering the law, and uh, you're uh, on the flip side. And, both are needed. Yeah. Both are needed. Yeah. We uh, we often talk about. You get them before we do. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but we often talk about uh, when the when the lights come on behind you, suddenly you're very aware of the law. Oh, you know. Absolutely. And uh, and I, that you, I think everybody gets nervous, even us. Oh yeah. Well, and that you're subject to law. You're subject to authority. But until those lights come on, you don't think about it that much. Uh, or until you see a police car, and then you, you check your speedometer, and, and it's oh, like, oh, what I do. Exactly. And and in a similar way, we're we're here to bring the law of God. Uh, thou shalt not murder is kind of it in a nutshell, but bring the word of God, the law of God, to folks to aliven their conscience and, and to call them to cease uh, the murder of unborn children. And then, and then also to bring them the gospel that, that even murderers, praise God, can be saved as uh, we repent and look unto Jesus Christ as Lord. And, and we're no better than the mothers, fathers, doctors, and nurses. We're no better. We're all sinners. And the Lord Jesus said uh, to hate your fellow man is to be a murderer. You don't have to, you don't have to use surgical instruments. Uh, you don't have to use a gun. Um, that hatred in your heart, God sees as murderous. Absolutely. And so, uh, praise God, by His grace, we can be saved as we repent, look unto Jesus. Grace is a wonderful thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Sounds like you're familiar with it. I, I, I very much appreciate it.
You see, Eric and I knew something about there being a decibel level, but we weren't sure exactly what the book said, and this officer honestly admitted that he wasn't sure either because he had never dealt with a situation like this. But the officer finally asked us just to turn the volume down to a reasonable level, and eventually other officers arrived with a decibel meter and made sure that we were within the legal limit. Ratings. We don't need no stupid ratings. You're listening to Witness Radio with Ryan Muriak. <coughs> but we like Ryan. <coughs> we do. Just go to witnesstalkradio.org. We're on the campus today. We're asking people about Roe v. Wade. Uh, 42 years ago, we uh, we passed a a law in in the courts that said that abortion was legal. So what are your girls' thoughts on abortion, on the Roe v. Wade uh, verdict? Okay, uh, I went to Catholic school my whole life, so I grew up knowing about the Roe v. Wade decision. Um, Personally, I would never have an abortion if my friends were to become pregnant prematurely I would like try to talk them out of it but I do believe that women should have the choice to decide on their own and I need you girls make sure you're speaking nice and loud for me okay um yeah I believe that no one should have the right to decide what a woman should or shouldn't do with her own body I think it the choice should be up to her I personally would never get an abortion I couldn't be able to live with that but I don't think that other people should have a right to say if it's wrong or not for a woman to decide because it's her body. So you're you're saying that it's her body, uh, but what is it that she's aborting? Her baby, but I mean, like. Okay, so is her baby part part of her body, or is the baby have its own body? Um, it's part of her body. It's connected to her body. It's inside of her body. Her body will have to be changed in order to grow with the baby and it I think that it is it yeah I don't, I don't know um so let me ask this when when does it no longer become her body I think it's it's always gonna be part of her body so you're still part of your mom well I mean after you she after, birth. after yeah after she gives birth it's not her body anymore, but while it's still growing inside of her, her body's still growing. I don't think that after the first trimester you should be able to get an abortion because that baby is grown and it's it has like most of its body already formed. But before the first trimester, it's not truly a baby yet. And what about you, Sarah? What What are you asking? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we were asking, uh, what is it inside... Uh, the mother and is it uh, actually part of the mom's body yeah i believe that a baby is a baby from the moment of conception till all throughout the each trimester so i don't think that you should be able to get an abortion but i also think that it's up to the woman to decide and so now the term abortion is used very widely to to describe this uh but some people like to uh, give it another term, uh, the term of murder. They they say that murder is, uh, or that abortion is the same as murdering a child in the womb. What are your girls' thoughts? Do you agree with that or disagree, and why? I agree because, like I said, I think it's a baby. I think it's a human being from the point of conception on. So I would agree that it would be a murder, 
but again, it's a woman's body. It's inside of her body. It's ultimately her decision. What about you? Um, I think that it's kind of, it's not really a black and white um, thing. It's kind of an, a shade of gray because, like, that's kind of saying that to kill sperm would be, like, to kill or to um, commit murder, and that's not really the same thing. So I think it's kind of an opinionated question. It's not really, like, you can't say, like, this is murder or not. I mean, it's easier to say, like, some, shooting someone in cold blood would be murder, but, like, to have an abortion, it's a lot harder than that, like, to just call it murder. It's a lot more, it's a lot difficult, a lot more difficult of a, yeah. So let me, let me ask this. When does life begin? Is it uh, at 40 weeks when the baby's born? Is it uh, when the baby feels pain? Is it uh, when the heart beats? When would you say life begins? Conception. Moment of conception, yeah. Okay. And you, you don't know? I don't, yeah, no. Okay. Well, uh, a lot of people uh, will say that the life of a child starts when the heart starts beating. And what many people don't realize is that the heart starts beating at about six weeks after conception. Now, uh, that's... Uh, I think like 90% of the time uh, after that is when abortions happen, after six weeks. So they're stopping a human heart. Would you girls say that stopping a human heart would be equal with killing someone, with murdering someone because you're stopping their heartbeat? Yeah, yes. (laughs) What about you? Um, yeah, I think so. I think six weeks is after the second trimester, and like I said before, um, the baby's starting to actually fully form into a, um, a baby, and, like, so, like, I guess, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that would be killing a human. Well, now, uh, it's actually the first trimester, uh, people, uh, the 13 weeks is when you go into the next trimester, but people usually don't even find out that they're pregnant until after six weeks. So, one more question for you. Uh, finish this sentence for me. It's okay to kill a child when? <laughs> I don't think it's okay to kill a child. I don't, I don't think it is. Never? Never. What about you? Personally, I don't think it's okay to kill a child ever. So now, that brings up a follow-up question. Why would you girls not try to stop someone who's about to kill a child in the womb? Oh, I would. I would definitely. Like I said, if one of my friends were to come up to me and say they wanted to have an abortion, I would do everything I could to stop her. But ultimately, it's her decision. It's not, I can't decide for her. What about you? Yeah, I definitely agree. I, um, actually, my mom used to, uh, or my mom, she had me at a very young age, and she had the choice of, um, having an abortion or not, and she did not choose, obviously, to have an abortion, and um, I'm very grateful for that, and so for myself, I don't really believe that abortion is right, and if any of my friends or anyone came up to me and they decided that they wanted to have an abortion, I would try to tell, talk to them into, like, maybe give, giving it up for adoption or something like that, a better um, choice to make, but yeah, ultimately, it's not my decision. It's not my body. It's not my child. It's between the woman and the man that um, conceived the child. 
Now that that's a bit of a change of tune from when we started talking. Initially, you girls were saying, you know, we're, we're against abortion, but we would never tell anyone else not to have one. But now you're changing your tune. You're, you're saying that. You're, <laughs> I said I would tell them not to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so it sounds like you girls have have done a little bit of a 180. Uh, like you you no longer want to uh, just stand by and let someone. Uh, have an abortion without saying something, anything. I mean, I never, like, I would never just stand by and let someone, you know, have an abortion. Like, that would never be a thing. But, like, again, it's not my decision unless it's my child and it's my, it's, I'm the one in the position of having to make the choice. I cannot force someone to do that with their body. So I, I wouldn't, like... I would try to talk them out of it, but I can't pressure them into anything like that. And it's a hard decision for any woman to make. It's a hard decision for any man to have to make with a woman. And so it's not really a black and white problem. It's, you know, it's about what their beliefs are and what their morals are. It's not just about me and what I think. So for you, girls, it's never okay to... Uh, kill a baby in the womb, but for other people, it might be okay, right? It's up to them. Yeah, it's I mean, mine. it's not mine. like if it's their body, I can't do anything about it. it I, the most I can do is try to talk them out of it. If they decide to have an abortion, that's that's them. That's on them, not me. So now, uh, is there any type of uh, spiritual background that uh, gives you girls? Uh, your why you answer the way you do i believe you said you were catholic correct mm-hmm. yes okay and what about you any type of spiritual background um i grew up as a catholic but i'm not really in that religion anymore i don't um think of myself as a catholic but still i'm it's not really like a faith-based reason it's just a humanity-based reason you know like it's a child i mean yeah i mean it's not Really, yeah, I'm, I'm not really religious, but I still don't think that it's okay. Uh, if you girls were to die, where would you go? Heaven, hell, somewhere else? I don't know. I have no idea. No one knows, truly. What about you? Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I like to believe that most people either go to heaven or something like that. I don't believe in a God who punishes people for their sins, so I don't believe in hell. But which is a lot different than like a Catholic belief, but um, that's just me. So, let's say uh, you know a lot of people they they say you got to be a good person to get to heaven. So, do you girls consider yourselves to be good people, good enough to get into heaven? Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> kinda, yeah. Yes. Oh boy. All right, we're, we're going to put you through a quick test. Three questions and see if you're good enough to go to heaven, okay? Have you ever uh, lied before? Yeah. Yes. What do you call someone who tells lies? A liar. Very good. Have you ever stolen anything irrespective of value? No. Never? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess? I, yeah? Yes, she has. I have. Yes, she has, and yes, I have too. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. I mean, like what would be like what would be like consider like yeah i guess okay so what do you call someone who steals a stealer no those are the guys in pittsburgh (laughs) 
close. It starts with a T. A P. T. Oh, T. Thief. There you go. Very good. All right, one more. The last one. Have you ever used God or Jesus or Christ in a derogatory way, like using it like a curse word? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we've gone through uh, three questions, and what it was, it was based on the Ten Commandments to see if you girls were good enough to get into heaven. So here's the verdict, okay? You've admitted to me that you're liars, thieves, and blasphemers. And according to God, the Bible says all liars will have their place in the lake of fire. No thief will inherit the kingdom of God, and he will not hold you guiltless for taking his name in vain. So based on what the Bible says, do you girls think you would be innocent or guilty on the day of judgment? Well, based on the Bible, I'd probably be guilty, but... Guilty, but yeah, the Bible was written how many years ago, and how much credibility does it have, really, is my... What I think. I mean, I feel like if you leave a good enough life, if I go to, if if there's a hell and I go to hell just because I lied one a couple times or I stole something, I'm going to still say that I led a pretty good life. Well, the problem is that you're looking at it according to your own standard of goodness. But see, God looks at it according to his standard of goodness, moral perfection. And he says that we've all sinned, we've all broken the law, we've all, None of us do good. None of us seek after God. And because of that, the punishment is in eternity in hell. Does that concern you girls that you would go to hell if you were to die today? No. <laughs> nah, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't believe in hell, so, and I don't believe in God, so. Well, now, just because you don't believe in something doesn't mean it won't happen. Like, if I were to walk out in the middle of the street and say I don't believe in buses, it doesn't matter when one hits me, right? I mean, it, things happen, life happens. I'm a strong believer in faith. Everything happens for a reason. So if I go to hell, then it, there's a reason for it. And part of me, um, I believe, I, I believe that I have a have the power to control my own fate. But I still do believe that everything happens for a reason. So if I go to heaven, there's a reason. If there is no heaven, there's a reason for it. And there's so. Well, I, I agree. If you go to heaven, there's a reason for it. If you don't go to heaven, there's a reason for it. We just went through the reason why you wouldn't go to heaven, why you would end up in hell. But did you know that God did something for both of you so that you could escape hell and go to heaven in spite of your uh, badness, in spite of breaking the law? Did you know that? I, th I think. About Jesus' crucifixion. Yeah. Him. Yeah. <laughs> right? I know, I know, like, yeah. the whole story, but it's that, just that. It's a story. I don't believe in it. I don't believe that... I believe that Jesus was a person, and he might have been put on a cross, and he might have been killed, and that's really... so were really so important. many other people during that time. There were hundreds of crucifixions. You're week. right. There, there were a, a ton of crucifixions, a ton of people hanging on the cross dying. In fact, Jesus was sandwiched between two other people. But there's one thing different about Jesus... Uh, compared to all the other people who died on the cross. Do you know what that was? People think that he was the son of God. Well, yes, but that's not what I'm talking about. You hit it. He rose from the dead. That's right. He rose from the dead. Out of all the hundreds of people who died on the cross, he was the only one that came back to life three days later. He fulfilled scripture, he defeated death, and he offers you eternal life if you will turn from your sin and put your trust in him and what he did on that cross for you.
You see, when he was dying on the cross, it wasn't because he broke the law. It was because you broke the law. He did it so that you could have eternal life. Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd? And say, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel, not only in the way that they live their lives, but how to speak to the campus community about the gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com. Christian Collegiate Network, changeyourcampus.com. Step four is to comply with officer requests. We could have gone on a rant about freedom of speech or threatened them with lawyers, but that wouldn't have done us any good it also would not have been glorifying to the Lord. Do not let pride ensnare you in handcuffs. We're saying this is a public sidewalk. We see people standing here, drinking beer, walking around, talking, socializing. He's telling us we got to move to the curb. Like the trash gets put out. Okay? I, asked you step, I asked you to step off the property. I That's did. what I asked you. I didn't ask you where the property was. You said all we told you. I told you at the end of the curb. In the curb. That's in right. the curb, in the middle of the street, in the street. And you have to stop all these people from walking here, okay? I don't see any. Sir, how are you? You know where the property line begins? Um, I, I've been out here preaching. I'm not asking what you're doing. What I'm asking and, uh, you is, do you know where the property line begins? You know, I honestly can't tell you. I'm standing on public property right now. You think you are? I did. You're not. I'm standing on what is called a no, side. What is called a sidewalk. Sorry. If it looks like a sidewalk, I mean, it acts like listen a sidewalk. It's a sidewalk. If you don't listen, you're going to jail. You and your sign. You can take that. If you don't listen, you can put that in my face. You're gonna stop, my you're face. Gonna, you just told me I'm going to jail. Okay, this gonna be a problem. Let me get this from the side. All right, put the side down. Oh, 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 stop, 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 please, stop, 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 stop it, stop it, stop it, turn him over, turn him over, stop it, what are you guys doing, what are you guys doing, what are you doing, what are you doing, hey, Zach, Zach, So after the ordinances were checked and decibel was used, Eric and I were eventually allowed to continue preaching the gospel with our PA system, and all the police left on good terms. I think the only people who were still in a bad mood after this was the people in Planned Parenthood. Step five, be prepared. You know, it's possible we could have had this whole issue resolved a lot quicker if we had the ordinance printed out or a decibel meter of our own. And I also should have recorded the interaction, but didn't think about that until everything was over. And lastly, even if you do everything right, be prepared to spend time in jail, just in case it comes to that. Why would you... Officer, why camera? Okay, I'll explain. Okay. Um, 
Okay, I'm arresting you uh, for Section 5 public order. Okay, this is because people have been offended by what you said. Okay, you do not have to say anything, but it may humble your defence if you do not mention when questioned or something which you led to allowing for. Anything you do say may be given evidence. Um, basically, this is so we can talk to you about it on tape at the police station um, and to prevent any further um, people becoming offended here. Um, I fully understand your point. You're, you're here. Um, same for saying, but people have been walking past and have been quite offended by it. Okay. Um, so we'll come to the police station and we can discuss it later. Okay. Can I leave, leave yeah, my yeah, property yeah, yeah, with yeah, my we'll, friends? We'll sort this out now, yeah. In closing, I want to urge you to be respectful of those behind the badge. It's their duty to resolve complaints by any means necessary. And our duty as Christians is to preach the gospel with our mouths and our actions. If you're more concerned with fighting for your rights, you're fighting the wrong battle. You're listening to Women's Radio. Until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share your faith. May God bless you. Witness Radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.